He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> oh, ho, ho, and a bottle of wine. Thank you, thank you. Cheers. Thank you, thank you. Cheers, yes. Thank you, thank you. What are you wearing? Jenna's wearing an over-the-shoulder boulder holder. I'm not it's wearing a I'm not wearing a bra though, though, so you have to tell me if you see nipples. But. Oh. oh, so it's not a boulder holder. It's just a it's just a shoulderless. Frock. It's actually it's actually my mom's shirt because I'm running out of fucking <laughs> things to wear on this stupid podcast. It's not a stupid podcast. It's a messy podcast. There's a difference. I'm gonna start replacing my face with like emojis and stuff because like I'm running, I'm really running out of things. When you have to look in your 64-year-old mother's closet for something to wear, like thank God Marta's stylish, hey. Yeah, she is stylish. And now we see why TV people get wardrobe budgets because it goes quick. Right. Okay, so uh, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, Jenna's recently started seeing a very handsome new gentleman, and he's coming to visit you in Vancouver. Um, yeah, I love people that uh, are going to love this with co- you know COVID and all. But yes, he well, is. Well, oops, should we start over? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's we don't have Canada. intentions to go very many places. If that makes anyone feel better. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, I bet you don't. I'm just so excited for you. And um, yeah, he's a very nice man. But but the reason I bring him up is because this is kind of like your first Christmas together. We're calling you together, barf. But like, you know, most yeah, this is very soon for the holidays to start dating someone new. Oh, wait, but there's an extra cherry on the top. His birthday's December 20th. Oh my God. He's practically Jesus Christ. Yep. So, so I, you know, he is coming out to Vancouver, which does cost a lot of money. We're staying at a very nice hotel. We've got all these great things planned, but, um, fuck, I forget what I was going to say. It's his birthday. No, I totally just mind blanked. Yeah. But you said the cherry on top is that it's his birthday and Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, so I, I spent a little bit of extra money and this is such a non-personal gift to get him. But for his birthday, I sent him and I got him an air fryer. Oh, I like that. Really? I saw a meme. I saw a meme talking about air fryers said something like, you know, you're a grown up when for Christmas at 12, you want like Barbies and at 34, you want <laughs> air fryers. Yeah, I also wanted it because I wanted to be able to use it all the time. It's a me gift. It's yes. Um, and then for Christmas, I was like, what do you get someone for Christmas? Like, we haven't been dating that long. So and like, you know, he's an adult, whatever he wants, he buys. He's yeah. Like trying to buy for your dad, you know, like. That's why I always go with like personalized. You know, I love photo gifts. I, how many mugs have I given you with our faces on it? Like Only one. I love, uh, but, you know, I like I, that's like my default. Put their their face on something and they'll love it. Um, so I did reach out to his friend and did like a little detective work and, um, I got him these two, he's a very simple man. So he, and he needs art because he went through like a breakup divorce, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it was an actual divorce. See, I don't even know that much about him. Um, (laughs) and so it really looks like his house, like half of the shit's been taken off the walls and stuff. So I got him like two single line drawings to put over each of the nightstand bed. 
or nightstands in his bedroom. He doesn't listen to this program, does he? I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> well, of course not. He's still dating you. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Okay, well, that's cute. That's And you know what? That's a good, like, first year together. Don't really know you. Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly. But, like, talk about a whammy, you know? I've never actually even had a significant other over the holidays. Really? Unless I count which I don't. No, you don't. I wouldn't spend that much money on you. <laughs> oh, please. Your gifts are wonderful. You bought me this wonderful ring light. That was more expensive than the friend's cookbook, I'm sure. <laughs> right. I thought we had a budget, uh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's really cute that uh, he's coming to see you. And if it ends in flames, well, you'll have a story for us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I, I'm nervous and excited. And is he going to meet your parents? Oh my God. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm like just picking up and leaving my parents' house. Like, I'm sure they want to know, like, who is this man? And my parents are so not parents. Like, they're not intimidating. You know, they're very chill. They're so like I'm, I'm not, parents. yeah, I'm not too nervous about them meeting him. Um, yeah. I don't know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> a little nervous probably I feel like guys meeting dads is always scary but I feel like it's really important to meet the parents of whoever you're dating you learn a lot from meeting the parents or hearing about the parents or whatever it may be but you do you learn a lot about someone through that yep. way maybe you just put on that movie and watch it together and it can't be that bad meet the parents <laughs> um especially because I'm like a total hybrid of my parents so yeah. You know, when he meets my mom, he's going to be like, ah, and then when he hears my dad say a few things, he'll be like, okay. I, I could see that. And I've never even met your dad, but I, I get that vibe. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm of, you're what? I'm excited. Oh, good. Cute. Well, dating does have its pitfalls, which brings us to our listener letter. Bom, bom, bom. Oh, I was hoping you were going to tell me that you finally went on a date or something. Oh, No. <clears throat> I'm reading it today because I don't know why. Um, it came in my email. Here's the subject line. Or no, I don't, that'll give too much away. I'll just read it. Okay, see, this is why you read it. I'm not good at reading it. Dear Jesse and Jenna, I have a loving partner, but I cannot stop myself from seeing another girl on Friday night for sex and takeout. I feel like that's all we need to know to know this type of person. Although we don't know if it's a guy or girl. Okay, shut up, Jesse. Keep reading. I'm 35 and my partner of two years is 40. She and her ex-husband have two children who spend Friday and Saturday nights with us. They're awesome boys, age nine and seven, and I love spending time with them. I would say that my girlfriend and I are happy and I'd like our relationship to lead to marriage one day. When I moved in with her a year ago, I got to know her neighbors as it's a very friendly street. Here we go. There is one girl who lives down the road. She is 30 absolutely stunning and was newly single after her ex cheated on her we hit it off right away my girlfriend even noticed and warned me not to go over to her house because she saw how naturally we seemed to click in conversation one night i ran into this girl at the local kfc <laughs> romantic and offered to give her a ride home because she doesn't drive i was on my own that night and she suggested we eat our kfc together since we were having the same thing anyway we had a fun evening chatting, playing music, and flirting. Yes, I knew it was heading for trouble, but I let it happen anyway. We started kissing, and that led to us having sex in her hot tub. Isn't that bad for girls? Yeah. 
Now yeah, it's, a it's not taste. good for the hoo-ha. Don't do Here's it. Here's my thing. Drink. Here's my thing is, would you drink the water in a hot tub? No. So why would you let it go inside of you? Yeah. Never mind just being rammed in. <laughs> okay. Where was I? Now it's become a regular thing. My girlfriend thinks I go off to the bar for a drink with the boys while she spends quality time with her sons on Friday nights. What a nice guy. I come home around midnight when she's already asleep. Then we spend a normal weekend doing family stuff. I do feel guilty, but I cannot give up seeing this other girl. The sex is so hot and she blows my mind. Yet it's my girlfriend I love and want to build a life with. This no, girl you don't. is just sex. You're a fucking I'm even, liar. Wait, I'm almost done. I'm even thinking of making an excuse to go away for work to save me the heartache of this love triangle while I figure out what I should do. Help. Signed, Friday Fling. So first of all, you don't love your girlfriend. You don't want to be with her because if you did, you wouldn't be cheating on her. Do you think there's any room for sex and like horny or sex and love to be separated? Like no, in the gay not when you're that's... talking about moving in with something and being committed. Maybe if you're hooking up with multiple people and you're like in your 20s. Oh, I love this one, but the rest are just my side hose. Like, no, I don't know. I just feel like if you love someone, you are not going to cheat on the person and do it strategically premeditated. Like yeah. this writer who we also don't know is a man. It's, I think it's a guy. Yeah. We don't know. Like you knew, first of all, the very first part was when your girlfriend straight up told you don't hang out with that woman because I can tell that there's a lot of flirting that goes on between you, but you did it instead. So one, there's your first one. And then not only do you run into each other at KFC, but you didn't have to eat together just because you both had KFC. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. So now you've broken your girlfriend's trust twice, all knowing very well in your head, there was no scenario. There's no blaming it. Like I was drunk or I was this, I was that. You're doing all of this fully aware of what you're doing. You don't like your girlfriend. You like this woman better, or you just don't want to be in a relationship. Booyah. Well, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and follow us. Send on your emails. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. Do you think that the girlfriend saying don't go over there made it like a forbidden fruit? Because as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, she shouldn't have said that because that just piqued his interest. Straight guys are dumb. So he was probably like, didn't think anything. And then when the girlfriend said that, he might have been like, oh, I think there's like a better way to say it instead of saying, like, I'm not allowing don't I mean, you're not allowed to go over there instead. Just being like, you know what? Like, I feel like you guys have some chemistry and it makes me really uncomfortable. So would it be OK if you just kept your distance? Yeah, because you're not like forcing them to do anything. And you're also letting them know that it's the chemistry between you that makes me uncomfortable. Sometimes yeah. you lose one, too. Like I've lost many guys to other women and that's just the fact. So maybe he is more attracted to this neighbor. And if that's the case, then make sure you cut your girlfriend loose. Yeah. I think he's really playing with fire being so like literally a couple houses down. Like, you know, they say eventually cheaters often get caught. Well, if it's next door, bitch, you're really playing with fire. If cheating wasn't so exhilarating and secretive and forbidden, I don't think people would do it as often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think he's just doing it because of the thrill and like one cheating, I guess is a thrill anyways, but imagine cheating with someone who's only steps away from where you and your girlfriend live together. 
And then what happens if the girl, the side hoe, who is single, because she just broke up with her boyfriend, starts to catch feelings. She knows where he lives. She knows the wife, or not wife, but girlfriend. Did he say how long this has been going on for? Hmm, Good question. Let's see. He only moved in a year ago. I moved in a year ago. I did not. There's this one girl who lives down the road. So we don't know when they met. No, but it's been for a minute. So a couple months, maybe. So you've been having a couple months of long affair. That's not a fling. That's not just for fun. That is like an affair. Yeah. I, you know, we've had a lot of couples, or not a lot, but we've had couples talk about open relationships. I think back to our episode with Wendy or even uh, Pup Rookie, who has relationships with people and they're open. Even I tried to open my relationship before it ended in the blaze of glory. So I think there's ways that people can be in love with someone, but sexually attracted to others. This is about the lying. Oh, I don't think that you're someone's going to not be sexually attracted to someone that's natural, but it's acting upon it. That isn't natural all the time. Like the fact that you can't keep your dick in your pants, like, come on, dude, practice some restraint. Like, well, it sounds like this girlfriend, if she's saying after one flirty conversation, don't go over there. She's probably not going to be open to any kind of open situation. No, because she knew there was something up in the first place. Anyways, I hope she dumps your ass. Yeah, I hope she listens. I do. I hope she dumps him. You know, we could turn this podcast really nasty. Maybe we should open a PI firm because I could reverse Google the email address it came from, creep him on Facebook, find out who the girlfriend is and be like, listen to this. (laughs) And then show up just like the show Cheaters with all the cameras. And it's like, I caught you and they can't go anywhere. Move over, Chris Hansen. Right? Yeah, I just, you know, I think like this is like a piece of advice for everyone. Just like, don't cheat. If you're serious about someone, don't cheat. Like, you moved in with her. It doesn't get much more serious than that. Like, I just don't understand why you can't practice restraint. It's not like you're at a nightclub and you've been dancing with this girl all night and you're just like in the mood, you're tipsy, you're drunk, maybe a little high. And then the mood just like you know, brings you there. You went to KFC. Ain't nobody in the mood to have sex after KFC if they don't (laughs) intend to have it in the first place. It's true. That's true. Also, if a girl asks you in to to like come inside to eat KFC or to have a cup of tea or to have a drink, like she fully wants you to be in her house for a reason. Yeah, that's like like 3 a.m. You want to come up for coffee? Three in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, who the Uh, hell's drinking caffeine at 3 a.m.? Unless you're planning on staying up. hey oh, Right? Or unless you are waking up because you worked at four in the morning. Yeah. We've been there. I, I thought it was especially shitty, too, in the letter when he says he's, like, proud of himself for sneaking out on Friday so she can spend quality time with her son while you're next door banging this girl in a hot tub and she's at home with the boys. Like, that's heartbreaking. When she finds out, that's really going to be awful. And honestly, that's like, what makes him think that she doesn't want him to be there? Like, maybe she wants us to become a blended family. And like, when the boys come over for the weekend, like, don't go hang out with your boys. Like, you know, there's so much that she could be feeling right now. Um, And also, he's dragging kids into it. And that's not fair. Kids should have nothing to do with your fucking lying, conniving, shady ass fucking shit you're doing, you gross man. And the kids are seven and nine. Like, that's the worst age for this sort of shit. 
I just don't have patience for this kind of behavior. And this is why I'm going to be so hard on my listener. And I'm so sorry that if you hate us or hate me forever, but hey, you know what? I used to get got called a bitch all the time on air. <laughs> <laughs> But I have no patience for men like you. Men like you do not deserve one woman, let alone two. Yeah. So, okay. Let's say he's listening and he says, okay, Jenna, you're right. I'm a shitty person and I want to change. How? Because, you know, well, men are Well, one, I think head. you need to fess up and say that you've been having an affair with the chick next door. And if your girlfriend, if she gives you another chance and doesn't kick you out of the house then you guys should be looking for another place to live. Away from the neighbor. Yes. Uh. There is no way in hell, like if this happened and I forgave him and took him back and it's like, okay, babe, we'll, we'll give this another shot. Um, there's no way I'd be comfortable ever leaving the house with him at home alone. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Even if she forgave him, there's no way. The trust she is ruined. He's, yeah, he's broken her trust in like multiple ways. What you, know, you did is a... dirty and I think you're fucked. Yeah. And she doesn't mean by the neighbor. Um, but maybe hopefully, that... I was gonna say, maybe hopefully when your girlfriend kicks you out and throws all your shit on the front lawn, your neighbor can come pick it up and take it into her house. <laughs> There's the only reason I'm trying to give him a tiny benefit of the doubt is because I feel like straight guys will listen to you and say, this is why we hide it because you guys won't even listen to us or hear us out. And obviously he feels badly because that's why he's messaging us. What's to hear? Yeah. You feel what? bad. Boo, boo fucking who? Imagine how she, <laughs> you know, imagine how she's going to feel when she finds out. Yeah. You know, and don't think that she doesn't know there's something going on because she does. Remember from yeah. our, like our, uh, uh, episode with James White, the mentalist, follow that gut instinct. That woman, if she listened to that episode, she's yeah. gonna know something is going running a foul. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think that's right. Amok, something's running, running amok. amok, something's off. So, I just, yeah, um, you're screwed. I think you need to break up with both women and move out of that city. Hey, maybe you're right, because at the end, he said he wants to take a work trip to figure it out. So he knows this is not right on either count. So maybe he has that instinct where it's like, I just need to wipe the slate clean and not hurt these children. This guy, his work trip is probably his third girlfriend who's in another city. <laughs> maybe I'm just happy that we finally got a letter from a straight man. <laughs> right? Maybe this work trip is where he goes and rents a Motel 6 room and bangs dirty hookers. Yeah, probably. And then writes to us yeah. because he feels bad about it. Oh, like a, like a confessional. We're almost right. religious at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. I knew I knew this was going to be a pretty cut and dry one. Um, I just really kind of I could feel his pain. Like I could tell he's upset about this. But let's look at it. Like I'm going to take away my anger for this man, and and I'm going to paint a situation because I've always thought about this too. Like, what if you are happy in a relationship, but then you meet someone that makes you just as happy? Then what yeah, do you that's do? Scary. Well, that's the risk with cheating in general, right? It's all right. sex until you get feelings. But don't you think we should, instead of getting into two relationships, figure out the one and like not cheat? Or at least be open and honest about it. Like, you know, like, Jesse, if we were in a relationship and like I was out in Vancouver, I met this also amazing man. 
but I still like love you to death. And I'm like, okay, these guys are like, I'm never going to lose no matter which way I pick. Like, what if I told him, like, I've met this really awesome guy. Don't worry. Nothing's happened. Like I just met him over a meeting or something. I don't know. Uh, Like, how would you feel like, Oh, like as a girlfriend, like, what would I say? Would I be like, okay, well, I don't know. That's so hard. I've never fallen in love with two people at the same time. And I'm not saying that this guy has, but what if you did fall in love with two people at the same time? I know the Hallmark movies prepare us for this kind of shit, but you know. Thruple. This is why thruples are a thing. Yeah, but I don't even, I don't share shit. No. You know, it's interesting when you were talking, I thought of something. Dating and romantic relationships are the only one where we do that shit. Like any other relationship in your life a work thing you end one before you start another not friendships not friendships though that's true so it's a personal connection thing yeah you're right because remember when we were really young and you were like always like who's my best friend you're my best friend and then you'd always like end up meeting someone else and like spending less time with one friend and more time with one and it always created a rift that was when we were really young now we're all adults and we just don't give a shit we're like yeah please go hang out with Jana. (laughs) yeah but uh, yeah yeah my two girls, Jana and Jenna. Right. <laughs> My mom can't keep you guys straight. But um, it's true. But then how come, where does that jealousy wait, wait. go? Did you just say your mom can't keep Jana and Jenna straight when she named her children Jesse, Justine, <laughs> Jake, and Jasmine? Well, it's whenever Donna. I'm talking about one of you, she has to clarify. She's like, are you talking about Jenna or Jana? And I'm like, I could just say any name. It doesn't matter. So I say my co-host. <laughs> Donna. Yeah, I know. Um, no, she's finally starting to get it, but. It's funny that that jealousy feeling goes away with friendships, but not in our romantic lives. So it's like they see your O face. But I, I think with friendships, you go through so many things together for so long and your ups and your downs. There's no like, and there's that feeling where it's like, you're all mine. That goes away. Maybe we do need to start feeling that way with our partners. Like you don't belong to me. It's easier said than done though. I'm a, I'm a big advocate that monogamy is unrealistic, but when it, you're faced with it, it's very hard to accept, you know? Like, Until okay. you meet someone special, Jesse, and then you're going to be like, okay, I get it now. Yeah, for two years, and then what? And then you're like, oh, I'm sick of riding this ride. <laughs> but it's also interesting, too, like, where you see these, like, marriages, like, back to your point, you see these marriages that have lasted, like, 15, 20 years, and all of a sudden they're over. Yeah. You know? Like, why does that happen when that kind of love and intimacy is involved in comparison to best friends? Like, I can go months without speaking to my best friends and then pick up the phone in the conversations like we've never, you know, I don't know. It's so weird that how you can have those that careless, easy relationship with best friends over generations or centuries. centuries. I always know you were a vampire. (laughs) Over over generations. You know, and it manages to stay. Uh, Yeah, it's very confusing. I think this is the Disney generation. We were raised to believe in happily ever after means forever. And maybe it doesn't like relationships can still be meaningful and successful and end, you know, just because you don't stay together forever doesn't mean it was useless. Monogamy is still something that's very much stressed, especially in like North American culture. Yeah, it is. Now, if we were in like Sweden... Fuck, anything goes. Germany, they all get down. But but it's because in Western culture, we've associated our like genitals with this most highest form of like privacy and intimacy, which is kind of fucked if you think about it. Like, 
oh, because I've sucked your dick, you can't let anybody else? Like, why is that the gold standard? Like, it's weird. It should be more about, like, building a home together or something. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> it's not coming out right. No, I do. I get it. I just was so hung up on the mashing genitals part. That, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, that. we're such animals. It's weird. When we talk about this stuff, I realize we're all like... just freaking primates. But that is like one of the most intimate ways to like show love. Yeah. Also, like just being so vulnerable in that position, right. you yeah. know, like whether you're same sex, not like homo, hetero, whatever it is that you choose to do, even intimacy without genitals involved in penetration is also you know, it's just you're so vulnerable. And I think maybe that's why you're not as vulnerable with your friends all the time. You're right. Yeah. You don't have those cuddly moments on the couch watching Hallmark movies all night. And well, actually right. we have. <laughs> the last one was a league of our own. We still haven't finished it though. <laughs> I should finish it now after this. Maybe I yeah. will. Uh, but please send us your letters. I'm sure we're going to have some doozies over the holidays. Yeah, I hope so. I want one I that's like, so. I know I like the present I got is not good enough. And now I'm going to break up with my boyfriend. What a bitch. She'd be friends with us. Right? Are you getting par- uh, your, par- I was going to say parental gifts. Are you getting your parents' gifts? Uh, yeah, I bought them a joint gift. Um, so my dad's birthday was December 2nd. Happy 65th, Donald Moser. Yeah. Um, we went golfing. And yes, because it was 10 degrees and sunny here in Vancouver. So we went golfing. Great. Be jealous. How'd you um, do? Pardon? How did you do golf? How does anyone do at golf? That just goes to show you've never played. <laughs> Fucking sport is like the most frustrating, but so fun at the same time. It's, it's a very interesting sport, but I did not do well. Thank God that we were golfing and uh, it was a foursome, like four of us. And one of my dad's business partners was golfing, who I'm starting to do business with as well. And he was equally as awful as I was. And then the other guy we were golfing with was really good. So my dad and the other guy kind of did their thing while me and this gym guy chased balls all over the uh, all over the. <laughs> course well at least you don't have to go in the water i've seen some of those videos i didn't land in the water thank you very much great <laughs> i know and i only lost like two balls which is very out of character for me uh, <laughs> but it was really fun and uh what was i saying too Fuck, His gift. oh yeah so yeah. my dad's a big baker so i ordered a bunch of things that he needed for baking like silicone measuring cups and stuff like that gave it to him on his birthday um and then we were really big on stocking stuffers in my family so we go big on the, and then I bought them a, cause I'm making more money this year and stuff. So I can actually yeah. afford things for once. I'm got, I got them a sound bar. Is that for like their a TV. Bluetooth? Oh, like on so like a speaker. Yeah. Yeah. With like a woofer and everything. Cause my mom's oh, always cool. like, I can't hear Netflix. Dawn, fix the sound. Oh, that'll fix it. Yeah. So that's what I did for them. And other than that, I just, I don't have siblings or anything. So Yeah. I got a man I to got, buy for, and that's about it. I have too many siblings, so we do Secret Santa because we're all cheap. So that way, I only have to buy for one. But I can't tell you who because because oh, this is why they call it the messy podcast. <laughs> 